Hello, 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 and welcome to the New Story Podcast with me, your host, energy healer, astrologer, life coach, Rebecca Conran. I'm uh, out here in Kingston, New York for now. Um, I have an office here. I live here. It's in upstate New York, about two hours outside of New York City, um, or maybe an hour and a half outside of New York City. And um, yeah. Today we're going to be discussing the Leo season energy report. Um, but if you haven't listened to the North Node, um, the Changing of the Nodes podcast on the North and South Node, I, I do really recommend catching up on that one because that's also a lot of pertinent information to a lot of the stuff we're seeing right now. Um, cancer season... It got us to dive into our vulnerabilities. We had to really look at boundaries more clearly. Um, maybe we needed to stay home more and really tune into our home life and um, be with ourselves a little bit more. It might not have felt super exuberant and uh, social. Um, emotions have definitely been closer to the surface. And now that Leo season is coming, we've got some big changes from all this information we've been gathering. It's the next, it's the next, uh, we're turning the page in the chapter of our, of our collective astrology life. So Leo season, each, each energy season, season is going to bring us, um, it's going to touch us each individually in a unique area of our lives. And that area of your life is really going to be seen via what houses, what planets you have in Leo um, or opposite Leo or what's going on in your chart, you know, um, that's where you'll see the most energy uh, from this season. So if you're familiar with your chart, you know, you want to look to your birth chart, look to the planets and houses that are going to be ignited by this upcoming season. If you're not um, familiar with your chart, then maybe a soul astro astrology one-on-one -on -one session or a recorded personal astrology forecast is something for you. Those are all located on my website and are linked in the show notes. Um, this energy report in particular, we look at the collective themes that are going to mark this period. I don't talk about every single transit that's going to go on. Um, I talk about the major transits, all of the major transits are going to be talked about, but then some of the, uh, additional pieces of the puzzle, if I, if I feel like it's a repetitive theme, um, then I might not mention it. Um, and, uh, if it, if it seems, um, like it's not that important of a transit, I might not mention it too. Um, the transits I've picked this uh, month are going to be the, the heavy hitters. You know, this is the stuff to really pay attention to. Um, but there can also be other dates during the month that might touch you personally in a different way, um, depending on your astrology. So, you know, I really re recommend the uh, recorded astrology forecasts that I do. They're personal energy reports, and I really look at the birth chart and um, tell you, you know, what is going to really be affecting you over the next three months. So that can be a really helpful way to track, you know, the big ticket items. And especially if you've got specific questions um, for the upcoming couple of months, um, the 
personal astrology forecast can be really helpful. Now, if you want to really dig into your own astrology and how it even works in your chart, I'm going to say the soul astrology session is probably best for you. Um, that's a session where we really dig into the patterns and the things that you're going to see come up repeatedly in your life. We're going to dig into the purpose that um, you have, you know, on earth as seen in the chart. And hopefully it will validate you and, uh, and help to realign you with um, some of the deeper needs that you have. So those are all um, some of my offerings. And, and of course, you know, um, energy healing is really my, um, my, the original practice that I've been doing for the last 13 years. And um, so if you feel that you're just bombarded energetically, overwhelmed, um, that you have weird things going on, weird kind of energy attachments, if you have courting and stuff like that that you want to look at, old relationships that just keep on repeating, um, we can definitely uh, do energy work around that. Maybe that's something for you to work on of just like freeing yourself, but also understanding the belief set, belief systems that you have that inadvertently keep you connected energetically. Um, to places that maybe it's a blind spot for you, but to places that, um, you know, it's a continued repeated discomfort for you. So, uh, if that's something that you're experiencing, then an energy healing session may be best for you. And of course, all my sessions are remote. I've been doing my work remotely since 2017, or you can come visit me in Kingston, New York, in my office in person. I got a little tickle in my throat today, y'all. <clears throat> but you know, when I record this uh, podcast, um, I, I try not to edit myself. Um, so I leave all the dumb stuff in <laughs> and all of the uh, little bits and bobs. You're going to hear a cough sometimes um, because I don't like to stop and start and be critical of the... Um, of what I'm recording or try to get too neurotic about it. I want to do one take and get it all in there. And so you can see I'm a human being and everything doesn't all come out perfectly all the time. And, uh, and hopefully that you, you know, feel a more personalized connection with me. So Leo season, big changes coming up. I mean, this is really, um, you know, if Leo season is kind of the season of the child, it's a season of play. But I wouldn't say that the way that this Leo season is is starting and is unfolding really um, prompts us to feel that it's fun. It doesn't feel very fun when I read the uh, when I read into the astrology, and I know that that it's been such a weird summer so far in in. Um, here in New York State, we've just had tornadoes and it's been like a monsoon, um, just so much rain and, and and violent thunderstorms and flooding. And so it's been hard to just be outside. And I know people in the southern states, you're burning up. I mean, it's just crazy heat. So typically we think of summer, we're outside, we're having fun. And it already uh, doesn't feel like that with what's going on in the nature. Um, this summer feels um, quite intense. And Leo season, it really is a bit intense. Um, 
You know, um, some of the questions I wrote as some of the themes for this season are, are you embodying your most genuine self? And we can substitute the word authentic. We can say, are you your most natural self? Are we really getting who you are when you're out and about in the way that you um, express yourself? And, and um, Or are you wearing a mask out in the world? And so these are questions that we are going to be asking ourselves: Do you change who you are to meet the expectations and desires of others? This is something that's going to come up. And, you know, the question, why do you do that? You know, what is so bad about you that you feel like you can't share who you really are? These are things to really be looking at. Are you stuck in a rut of people pleasing? You know, so many sensitive folks uh, get stuck in this rut. So many women get stuck in this rut just because we are just so programmed to stay safe that way. Um, Are you dissatisfied with your creative input? So these are some of the themes, the major themes that are going to come up this Leo season. It's here to help us answer these questions. It's a time for you to fully embody being proud of who you are. Leo, the lion, it's a lot to do with uh, pride um, and not pride of the ego, of the egotistical kind. Pride like we're biggest cheerleaders and the biggest champion for ourselves. Are you... Um, loving and accepting all parts of you, even past mistakes. You know, that could be a big part of it. If you're wiser today from your experiences than you were yesterday, then you definitely have something to be proud of, even if um, what you were up to yesterday was a mistake. If you learn from those mistakes, that's something to be proud of because that awareness is, um, is about being a loving, compassionate human being. Um, so very, uh, very interesting time ahead of us, and uh, we're going to get right into the nuts and bolts here. On July 22nd, we've got the sun entering Leo, and we've got Venus in Leo going retrograde on the same day. So the start of Leo season falling on the same day that Venus in Leo is going to begin its retrograde means that this is a supercharged period where we are all under review. Um, especially in the areas of finance, resources, giving and receiving love, and of course, self-worth, all those Venusian themes. Codependent relationships are really going to be thrown into chaos during this time, and even healthy relationships and partnerships are going to go through a restructuring period. I have two podcasts that I recorded earlier this year on healthy relationships and sort of unfolding the codependent piece. And I also am someone who struggled with codependency my whole life, and I have a lot to teach on this subject. So if this is something that you're experiencing, also um, a, a, a coaching session with me might be helpful or a series of sessions to help you unfold that dysfunction. And I also do uh, a love astrology forecast. Um, so if that's part of your questions that you have coming up, um, I can help you kind of unfold what's going on there in your chart. So just a little side note there. Um, so yeah, all our relationships are going to go through a restructuring period. And this is not, you know, I, I try not to say, oh, well, during Mercury retrograde, you shouldn't buy a phone or something like that. I mean, if you if you can help it, 
it's good not to. Uh, the very minimum, you just have it in the back of your mind. Well, the purchases I make um, on technology and shit like that, I, I may have to review at a later date, right? Um, and, and Mercury retrograde is going to be a great time to fix things, fix technology. Now, when it comes to Venus retrograde, it's a great time to fix relationships, to fix up our... Um, our uh, sense of self and our belief and our the way that we love and and um, ourselves and others. It's a great time to review and it's a great time to work on and fix. But it's not a good time to start new relationships. Now, I'm not saying you might that might not be something you can do. Okay, you might feel so called to get into a relationship. And so you should do what you feel called to do. But at the same time, just remember that new things now, we're not seeing the full picture. This is a review period. So a new relationship that's a review relationship, you know, there's going to be lessons in there. And to just know that and understand that. Um, I talked about when Kanye... (laughs) had that relation not that I want to fucking mention Kanye so but when he got into that relationship with uh Julia Fox that was during Mercury retrograde or Venus retrograde and when that happened I was thinking this ain't gonna last long because this is just not the time to be in getting into something new and of course it was all you know flash in the pan and that's just an example of kind of how the Venus retrograde relationship can manifest. It can be hot and heavy. A lot of our, um, a lot of our, uh, chemistry is triggered, but a lot of that is wounding. Um, and at some point the rose colored glasses come off and we realize, oh shit, this is a pattern that's under review. So, you know, be aware basically just be aware um none of this is a punishment you know it's not a punishment to have our relationships under review life is just ushering us to stand in our vitality and self-expression we've already spent a bunch of time in venus and leo so we've already been getting the messages like shit's been you know prodding at us but now as it begins it's retrograde and at the release degree of Leo. So the 29th degree, the anoretic degree, that's the, that's the letting go degree of Leo. That's the shadow, everything culminating on the 29th degree. We are going to start Leo season by letting go. So a root change, it really has to be made. And where our own will our will, uh, our internal will is leading us astray. Like we're willing our way through shit. We've, we're going to have to surrender to a higher power to help us realign. Um, our hearts, they got to open and we're going to really feel the tension of the release of the shackles that may be around our, uh, our hearts so that we can become open hearted. We don't know where we're going to end up. We're going into an unknown period, but we do know that what we can no longer tolerate, um, we're going to be really, it's going to be so loud in our ears that we can't tolerate it. And we do know that 
there are going to be patterns and lessons that we are really finished with. Are you clear enough to hear the call? Meaning, have you, is your life in a place right now where you can really listen to the messages? Um, and that means what's going on with your level of distraction? What's going on with whatever personal addictions we might be experiencing? Um, something that I've talked about is really helpful for me is just not drinking any caffeine. Um, on top of, you know, alcohol and drugs and shit like that, you know, just keeping really clean in my physical carrier, clear, not clean, keeping really clear. Um, and that does include clean eating, but I find because I'm an emotional and a sensitive feeling creature, I feel very, very, um, uh, everything I feel is very on the surface, you know, um, and if I'm drinking caffeine and I'm like putting bullshit into my body, um, I, my emotions feel so confused and I feel so much more heightened on those days um, in ways that just aren't helpful. This is not helpful for me to dissect in an already intense world. It doesn't help me to be able to put things in perspective. Um, especially as an energy healer too, you know, um, helping people to clear these things. Um, you have to really be like a, a clear antenna. And so those are the things that I adhere to, to help me, that have really helped me um, be that clear antenna, as well as spending lots of time alone, spending time in nature, um, getting ample rest. Um, and really prioritizing the um, ability for my body to de-stress. These are all really important uh, factors. So are you clear enough to hear the call and what needs to be cleaned up so that you do feel clear enough to kind of tune in to how to open your heart properly? Um, and maybe your heart is really open and this is a period where you just get to share that. And that may be what you're experiencing during this time. And bravo. Absolutely bravo. Um, you might be uh, in review in terms of dreaming up, you know, what works for you for the next relationship. You know, you might be in a period of um, imagining, you know, what your next relationship will look and feel like. Um how do you want to feel and drumming up those emotions and, and feeling good in your body and just practicing self-love and, and self-worth? That's an excellent way to utilize this time too. So it's not all doom and gloom. You Not everybody is going to um, have a really tough time. Um, it just depends on the lessons that we're working on. You might not have any planets in Leo. Leo might just be a very empty part of your chart and not because it's empty in your life but it's not something you're working on um so um you know i would say anyone with leo heavy planets is definitely going to be up for review because this is all going to touch on it right um so checking in with our own chart as well um where am i i've gotten lost okay Leo is ruled by the sun, and the sun is very much the center of our universe. All life in our universe, anything living, 
gets its power from the sun. All life really does revolve around the sun's presence in our universe. The sun isn't just like full of itself. It's not like, give me attention, you know, I give everything here life. It's like, it just, it's just a fact, okay? It just does give everything life. So in your own life, you give energy to everything around you. So making sure that you have what you need to do that means stepping away to tune in and take care of yourself, your life, your purpose. It's dependent on you shining bright for yourself. So when Leo is our theme, we each become our own center of attention. Our body's vitality can really teach us a lot about where we are in our energy boundaries and in our self-care. Um, you know, humans, we really need a healthy sense of self-encouragement. I feel like it's something that has really been um, fucked with by our by our society and our collective. It's almost like, you know, people really do relate uh, having a healthy sense of self-encouragement to ego and to being full of yourself. And, um, you know, there's a reason when you see a video of a small child going, I am love and I am powerful. You want that child to feel that way. You want that child to to feel um, strong and beautiful and um, courageous. And we should want the same thing for ourselves as adults, too. Um, we need to be able to tune into that and tune out the noise that says, you know, if I believe in myself and I don't doubt myself and I um, feel good about myself, then I'm haughty, you know, or I'm full of myself. That's just not true. And no one as an adult is going to do this work for you. You know, you're not going to get that sense from likes on Instagram and from attention from others. It's really not going to hit the same way. We really have to get it from ourselves when we become adults. And so tuning into that and uh, creating the space for ourselves to um, do some work around that healthy encouragement during this time. We also need to tune into our creative vibrancy at this time. So the things that make us feel joyful and um, self-expressive, whether that's dancing or art or singing or writing, whatever it is, um, that's a, a really good way to work with the energy of Leo season is to bring some practice back into that. Um, finally, you know, do you feel that you have what you need to feel loved and to be loving? Do you feel vibrant? Does your work or relationship step on the toes of that vibrancy? Are you able to express yourself creatively right now, not for achievement purposes, but because each human needs to self-express, you know, and if you don't feel like you can express, what's standing in the way? These are all some of the questions that we'll be asking ourselves. Um, and again, this is a time to make yourself your own center of attention. And you're here and we want to hear you roar. And if you need help unfolding these questions, then it's really recommended that you work with a practitioner. 
um, sometimes we just need that mirror to see clearly what uh, is necessary for us. July uh, 23rd. Guys, also, I had a spicy, a spicy thing for lunch today, and my throat is, uh, it's very interesting. Um, it's very uh, feeble from the spice, y'all. The spice got me. Um, so apologies for my uh, scratchy voice right now. The 23rd of July, we've got Chiron retrograding currently in Aries. Um, of course, this is another planet that retrogrades every year, half the year. Um, but just one day after an already full-on transit, I mean, that's an, in, you know, everything is at its most intense during a transit. So Chiron or the wound where the light gets in, yes, it's beginning its yearly review, that's normal, but it's an intense period to have this transit happening, you know, basically at the same exact time. It's definitely an aha moment. Somewhere along our lifeline, something in this survival race detoured us from knowing our own value and worth in some area of our life. The core issue experienced, we may as intellectual adults think is just benign, um, but it may have had a deep impact on us as children. So an example may be perhaps like, you were in class at some point when you were a child and you spoke up on something or gave a presentation and you were made fun of when you're small. And this uh, sort of humiliation is a remembrance in your body and it keeps you anxious or from being able to speak up for yourself now that you're an adult, you're still being quiet because um, even though you know that that was just this one experience and kids are dicks and, you know, uh, whatnot, you are still held back by that humiliation. So that that may be, uh, that's one example of kind of the, the chironic wound. Or perhaps there's a deeper trauma, you know, related to a sense of safety shifting after our parents divorced or... We lived at home with a parent who unfortunately was ill or dying even or suffering from addiction. I mean, there are so many different ways that um, children go through extreme hardship, you know. Um, so we've all experienced hardship and um, we're not looking at this as a way to place some blame. We're just looking at this as a way to see which are the aspects of us, these childhood wounds that need our attention. They need us to pay attention and be present. So even if they seem insignificant to us, these childhood things, um, now that we have adult intelligence, they're not. They still play a part on our uh, subconscious and on our psyche. Somewhere in our psyche, our childhood wounds still play out in our patterns and behaviors until we give them the attention and awareness that they deserve, until we make friends with those hurt spaces. It's so interesting that this transit is happening in Leo season because of Leo season being the season of the child, you know, and this transit really provides answers to the why of current dysfunctions, how it's related to our childhood. And again, work with a practitioner like myself or there's so many other amazing practitioners out there who can help you unfold what those things are. And 
you know, you can even look in the chart and see uh, the role that mother and father played in the life. It, it's so it's so uh, accurate what you can learn about um, childhood just from the birth chart too. So this uh, transit is a call for us to show up for ourselves and for the child that we once were. You don't have to do something. It's more likely that you need to slow down and remove the distractions and let yourself be. Take some time out for yourself around these dates. Um, prioritize your wellness. And if you truly need something to focus on, well, what did you love to do when you were a child? Those are the things that you're going to want to integrate um, in at this time too. Interestingly enough, when I was a child, I used to love to record myself doing my own radio show on a tape player. And it's not hard to see that this podcast also facilitates a way for me to connect with little me too. Um, and it has been a real source of joy for me. So choose activities that include little you at this time as well. Maybe it's paint by numbers. Maybe it's getting out in nature, riding your bike, going for a swim, um, playing with animals. Like think of the things that little you used to love to do and bring those things into the picture. On July 27th, we've got Mercury conjunct Venus retrograde, both in Leo. So Mercury, communication, the mind, it's now going to join the exact degree of our Venus retrograde. And so this mind-heart connection is going to be made. Um, also on this day, we've got Mercury in conjunct Pluto. And that's going to bring a dark intensity to our thoughts and speech. We might be making mountains out of molehills, as I often say about the energy of Leo, that that comes so easily. Drama can come really easily under the umbrella of Leo, especially at the 29th degree. Gossip can spread like wildfire. Be aware of the words you speak and think at this time. You know, one of, I pulled a couple of cards. Um, I usually pull a couple of cards um, for these energy reports too, just to tune into kind of the themes from multiple places. And the two cards I pulled were the Ace of Swords and the Eight of Pentacles. And the Ace of Swords is all about mastering the mind. And the Eight of Pentacles is all about getting down to the simple, ordinary brass tacks of life. So um, in terms of the mastering of the mind, if words and thoughts are seeds of intention, what kind of garden are you growing? You know, what's the garden of your mind? Perhaps a wake-up call is necessary for you to make some mental adjustments. We are all our own self-fulfilling prophecies through our thoughts. So let our thoughts be full of love and appreciation as the remedy to any kind of self-abuse that may be going on. Today, suspicions are really going to run high during these transits. Around this date, it's really important that we use words carefully. We stay out of the fray and really try not to take others personally because this transit is a tough one. This transit may require that you stay home and focus on the simple aspects of life um, and just kind of stay out of other people's way sometimes, you know, when we're out in the world. People are uh, interesting creatures and um, it's so much easier for the mass of our society to project blame elsewhere than to take responsibility internally. 
So when you're someone who takes responsibility for themselves, these are moments, these projection moments are moments to kind of hunker down and just uh, be in your own cocoon of love. On the 28th of July, the very next day, we've got Mercury entering Virgo. And this is as cohesive as it comes. These two energies, Mercury and Virgo, they are cut from the same cloth. So the one thing about this transit is that we're in this transit for way longer than usual, um, which is helpful in terms of we've got a Mercury retrograde um, at the end of August, a three-week Mercury retrograde. Yes, this is the summer of personal retrogrades. However, being in its cohesive sign of Virgo, it does kind of lessen the intensity a little bit because Mercury's already at home. So yeah, there's a review period. Um, but anytime that a planet is at home, it, we're going to have an easier time than when Mercury is in, you know, a, an Earth sign or something like that. Or Well, it isn't an Earth sign, but in a sign that is um, like more Mercury in Cancer or something like that, or even in Leo retrograde, you know, those things are going to be harder for us because the energies don't, they're not as cohesive, right? But because Virgo's already a Mercury, uh, uh, it rules Mercury, um, this Mercury retrograde coming up, it's going to be a little bit more cohesive for us. This is a great time to focus on writing, teaching, learning, expression, organization, or just communication in general, like anything that you need to really output um, in terms of your projects or big talks that need to happen, stuff like that. Mercury and Virgo gives us succinct speaking skills as well as the energy necessary to learn new methodology. So it's a great time to um, do a course or to read a book that you've been wanting to read, those things. Um, because it's such a good time to get our thoughts in order and to take a logical approach to life. You know, I, I also think of Mercury and Virgo as like a natural antidote to too much drama. You know, it brings in a little pragmatism. Virgo pursues excellence and now is the time to connect with others who embody the qualities that you want to learn from. So it really is a season of you know, finding that mentor, finding that teacher and working with them. Um, we're going to learn a lot from this period of time. The shadow aspects to watch for are going to be nitpicking, chronic perfectionism, rejecting the, the bigger macro picture, as well as excessive self-doubt. So those are things, the shadow side um, of Virgo to be looking for. And sure, under the intense eye of Virgo criticism, it, it will come more easily. But at the same time, humans th truly thrive in encouraging environments. So making sure that, that criticism is constructive um, and that feedback has been asked for. Um, and sometimes, if not, as mind your own business, you know, um, I feel like we are in a time in culture where it is appropriate now and people are understanding that um, the difference between someone who is um, sharing and is someone who is asking for feedback and then need to, um, you know, when we're in conversation with others, not just insert our own opinions all the time, unless we've been asked to do so um, into someone else's life. Um, so it is important for us to make sure that the criticisms that we're offering up um, 
someone wants to hear and wants to take responsibility for what's going on. Otherwise, you know, in don't waste your energy, basically. Um, on the 1st of August, we got a full moon in Aquarius happening. During this full moon, I know this is so, <laughs> this whole energy report is so intense uh, for this month. I, I know, I know it. Um, and again, you know, what I've talked about about this year is that um, it's an intense year because it's a personal year and personal years are years when Mars and Venus both go retrograde. And those are review years and they're years when we're really taking stock. So next year is not a personal year. So, um, you know, I hate to say wait till 2024, but 2023 is a creative year. And, um, you know, you try, try your hardest to get through Leo season, basically. Um, continue what you've been doing in terms of asking for support from others and really, you know, tuning into your practices that are uh, simplified and just enjoyment of your senses and being with yourself, you know, that really is the remedy. But I, I want you to know, I, f I know how intense this energy report is and I don't like to uh, bullshit anybody. So this is what is showing up. <laughs> this month. But that doesn't mean that there won't be great moments. And again, it doesn't mean that every one of these transits is going to affect each one of you the same way. You know, it really does make a difference what your personal astrology is too. Anyway, the 1st of August, we've got the full moon in Aquarius. And we are acutely aware of where things have gone wrong during this full moon. And we might feel called to really act in service to our beliefs and values, to do something about something that we're seeing, something we're experiencing. It's a necessary moment to rebel, to bring issues to light so that we can also allow for the inner genius to create solutions. Sometimes we have to rip the band-aid off and go for it so that new um, pathways can open up for us. We have to really pursue that. Um, and as long as the spiritual side of us is also present for the discussion, we're going to be right in alignment. Um, spiritual meaning not just of earthly ego pursuits, but those qualities that have a higher meaning. So we want to bring that spiritual side of us to the table when we are um, rebelling and looking for new pathways and shaking shit up. You know, it's not just for our ego needs. There's also a higher meaning to it that we've tuned into, that we've listened to. It's important to note, Aquarius is the energy of acceptance of others who may be different from us and seeing that they have value and meaning in the whole picture. Every single person, even our opposites. So there's a place for all of us and it might be necessary for you to pull away from the group mentality into your own sphere of being and rely on yourself where too much control has been put upon you as an individual to conform. Aquarius is humanitarian and we're going to feel more sensitive during this full moon to the issues that our communities and um, friends and families are facing. This is a highly intuitive full moon. 
And Aquarius really does bring these incredible flashes of insight, definitely extraordinary, um, but also coming through a channel of deep feeling, coming through a channel of letting go and surrender and release. On the 16th of August, we've got the new moon in Leo. And new moons are fresh emotional starts. And the symbol for this um, new moon, Leo, is the lion. And similar to the character in The Wizard of Oz, this season is about reaching for our voice and a healthy dose of, of courage. Humans are meant to live heart-centered lives where we're able to love freely and amply and we want to share that love from the rooftops and that's why it feels so fucking good when we can do that. You know, there's a reason it brings so much pleasure to be loving and to be loved and to speak our truth. Oh my God, what an amazing feeling all of those things have. Um, even when they're super scary to do. So after this epic learning of this, la of this season, the Leo season, we're right at the end here with the new moon in Leo, I'd be remiss if I didn't close by quoting Katy Perry's song, Roar. Um, it's not Shakespeare, but it cuts to the core of the lessons we need to learn. And if you look at Katy Perry's history too, you know, she was raised in what she calls a traumatic experience of oppressive Christian viewpoints being put on her where she wanted to be who she wanted to be. And she had to um, contend with a lot of these oppressive viewpoints from others. And so I think that this song, no matter how, you know, rich and maybe out of touch she is nowadays, uh, I think this song is very much in touch. And the lyrics are, I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. Scared to rock the boat and make a mess. So I sat quietly. I agreed politely. I guess that I forgot I had a choice. I let you push me past the breaking point. I stood for nothing, so I fell for everything. You held me down, but I got up, already brushing off the dust. You hear my voice? You hear that sound like thunder gonna shake the ground. You held me down, but I got up. Cause Get ready, because I've had enough. I see it all. I see it now. I got the eye of the tiger, a fighter, dancing through the fire. Because I am a champion, champion and you're going to hear me roar louder than a lion. Because I'm a champion, champion and you're going to hear me roar. So, I don't know. Maybe that's got to be your theme song for this month <laughs> through, the, through the shit. Um, and uh, just pull yourself up and get through there. Um, I'm wishing all of you just so much luck and so much love through this period. Um, and again, you know, don't be a stranger to support. Sometimes you got to delegate some of your shit. And um, that's a big part of um, healing is receptivity as well. Letting ourselves be loved by others and seen by others. So it's great practice. Um, sometimes the relationship with practitioner is a great practice in relationship in general, too. If you missed my newsletter and podcast on the changing of the nodes, please check back in with the podcast uh, on, um, yeah, whatever you're listening to me on right now, I guess. And, uh, and then don't forget, I've got my Shokan New York September retreat coming up. It's in collaboration with Juniper Grove and Shokan New York. 
It's a three-night, four-day retreat. It's an immerse, immersive, restful, and spiritual retreat experiences with some ex, couple experts joining with like-minded souls. The itinerary offers holistic guided wellness along with space and time to yourself and, frankly, just to be on vacation. The dates are September 11th to the 14th. It's a Monday through Thursday. Sign up, sign up and pay in full by 815 um, and a 50% deposit is required to hold your place. That's going to be linked in the show notes too. You can also come as a commuter if you live in the area. So you get all the retreat offerings every day, um, food and everything, just minus the lodging for a, um, for a smaller fee. All right, friends, that's all linked in the show notes. Again, if you're looking for some support yourself, um, my energy healing sessions, astrology sessions and forecasts, and my life coach packages are all available on my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. And I will speak to you soon. Lots of love.